Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Okay, I'm in here. I got eyes on Philly, Atlanta, 0-0, top of the third. Got eyes on the Knicks game as well. The Knicks are up 45-38 in Indiana preseason. The Brooklyn Nets, I've stopped watching, but uh, they made a little bit of a comeback. They're up 21-20. Did get to hear a little bit of Frank Isola and Justin Shackle on the call. They sound good. That game is also on ESPN. So if people want to hear Doris Burke call it, shout out to DB, they can do that. Plenty of sports on, even though we don't have uh, New York baseball tonight, which we should. And I opened up talking about the schedule and the rain and Major League Baseball, not thinking this all the way through and kind of having to throw this together with the lockout. And uh, here we are. We expect to see game two postponed. We expect to see game two get rained out and moved to Friday, and they can't move it to Friday night because they have to play Saturday and Sunday in Ohio. They, they're they not trying to move a, a postseason game. They, they really don't want to do that. What I'm hoping is they wake up in the morning and they get us this news fast. They make a decision quickly for people that are thinking about buying tickets or going or trying to get out of work or whatever it is. I was just talking to someone on Twitter about it. And that was my whole thing. I'm like, they don't want to change this game. Someone was saying to me on Twitter that the Yankees should just call it tonight, that the Yankees should just go out. And you can't do that. And weather, if one thing we know about weather, we we try to predict it, but uh, it can change overnight. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Could you imagine that? They come out. We've, we've seen that, actually. We've seen the no rain, rain delay, or we've seen the games that get postponed, and we're like, hey, that storm passed. They could have played. And, like, the Bronx is like that. And you know if you've been to enough games or hung out in the Bronx, like, storms will pass by, and they'll be able to play through them. Um, Larry, shout out to Larry. Larry said, uh, you know, they can't afford to wait for the decision. Um, Yankees and MLB have to make the decision tonight, and I don't think they will. I said they won't call it tonight. They'll call it by tomorrow afternoon, I'd bet. They don't want to move this postseason game. They'll wait to see if the forecast changes. They want to play a night game. You saw the uh, (laughs) – Stadium go black. You saw them cut the lights out. You saw Nick Swisher go under the uh, spotlight with the flag. And you saw the, uh, like, Technicolor uh, roster on the big screen and all that stuff. They want that nighttime vibe. That is Yankee Stadium in the postseason, nighttime. But, I don't know, I guess we could get thirty-five to 40000 out there in the daytime, Friday at 1. Maybe the ticket prices will drop. 
And I expect, like I said, Nestor Cortez to be ready. So call me up, 877-337-6666. We'll keep the conversation going. Um, got eyes, like I said, on the Knicks. Got eyes on the Nets. But it's preseason. I know you don't care too much about that. What we care about is postseason baseball right now in New York. And uh, this game two that we expect right now to be pushed to Friday at 1 and not actually be played Thursday at 737. So let's see what you guys got. Uh, let's go to my guy Josh in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, Josh? I'm telling you, I have to call you and let you know that's exactly what's going to happen. They'll play game three and four over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. If if they have to go Friday afternoon, if nothing improves by tomorrow. Hello. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm listening. So, you know, you know. I mean, you know, business people can go out and see Nestor, man. Why not? You know, yeah. ride it off, man. Go out and have some beers and dogs. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's not a summer Friday, but it's a Friday. And if yeah. they move it, some people, like I said, some people can decide, hey, we're going to lunch and we're not coming coming back today. Right. It's like it's like the weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, early an early start to the weekend. You know, let's put some positive energy out there. It's you know, I just. When I think about what can happen, will like, right. you know, moving this game might cause, uh, you know, just a change in momentum or whatnot. Yeah. But maybe we get a good crowd, a Friday day game postseason um, in the Bronx and a good turnout. I think, like I said, thirty-five to forty thousand people could figure then, out how to get there. And then Saturday, you play, you play in Cleveland Saturday, Sunday. I mean, that's the weekend, Keith. That's Susan baseball. Yeah, you but know, I'm like, not going to Cleveland. So. <laughs> I know, but at least thank God Nestor's pitching at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We but could I'm, go to Cleveland up 2-0, and that would be ideal. Yeah. Oh, Keith, just one more thing. I'm doing what you said last night. I'm, I'm enjoying this meal, man. You know, I hope it. I, you know, I hope it ends. You know, on a sweep. You know, and yep. just move on to the, to Houston, man. I'm with you. I want to. I want to slay the dragon, man. Let's go, Yankees. Thank you, Keith, for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, Josh was with us last night, called in last night, listened last night. And uh, I said we, we can't get ahead of ourselves, right? As Yankees fans, we're excited about the postseason and being here and getting that first win. But slow it down. Finish your food, right? That's uh, the first course. Now, here comes game two. And we might have a little bit of a wait between game one and game two which we've never really had before. It's supposed to be, hey, game one, hey, you know, in the past, game one happens, we'll see you tomorrow for game two. Whether, like, game one could be on a Friday night and then game two is on a Saturday during the day. But here we are now with a Tuesday night game in the books, no game tonight, potentially no game tomorrow, and then we'll see you in the Bronx Friday at one. And like Josh just put out there, maybe some business people in the city will say, hey, this is an opportunity to go to Yankee Stadium on the company dollar take the crew out, hit legends, hit any of these seats, and go see a postseason baseball game in New York, which hasn't happened in three years. If you got the means, if you got the money, if you got the power in your job to do that, uh, I'll be there, but <laughs> I'm not working corporate anymore. I'm thinking when I was working corporate, man, like I would have loved that. I remember working uh, you know, at Fubo TV in 2017, and we got a couple tickets from like Fox and some other places, and we did like raffles to get them. I was so mad. I'm like, I am probably the number one person that, like, in here should take those tickets and go to the game. Like, I care the, probably the most out of everyone here. 
but we would raffle them off. We used to have this like uh, Slack channel, and you could like roll dice in the Slack channel, and we did it that way. And I didn't win any of those tickets. I remember plenty of nights, people going to those games, and me getting on the bus going home to watch the game, and being like, man, I wish I could have found a way in there. But hey. If you're listening to this right now, <laughs> throw it in your, into your Slack channels and say, hey, um, if they bang this game tomorrow night, we should watch the resale market or call the Yankees about some tickets, and maybe we can take our you know, sales group, our marketing group, our finance department. Um, maybe we could take HR to Yankee Stadium on Friday to go watch Nestor Cortez versus Shane Bieber and uh, watch the New York Yankees on a Friday in Yankee Stadium trying to go up 2-0 um, before they head out to Cleveland this weekend. Like I said, I'm not going to Cleveland. So Cleveland gets to have these Saturday-Sunday games, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll we'll get a Friday 1 o'clock game, and it won't be that bad. Uh, I think they're expecting it to be around, I'm looking at the weather, 66-67 around 1 o'clock on Friday, and sunny could be a great setting for a game. We, we've had great weather. Last night, I was saying I, I had a jacket on last night, and I was sweating. Who would have thought? October baseball. One of the callers said, usually it's 40 degrees, it's freezing. The guys have long sleeves and, uh, you know, the bat hurts when you, you hit the ball. Or your, your palm hurts when the ball hits the, you know, hits the mitt. No, it was nice last night, nice breeze and uh, a good turnout. So, okay, if it rains on our parade Thursday night and the game gets moved to Friday and, and it's 66 degrees at 1 o'clock, we'll take it. And I hope to see you there. I know it won't be the same scene and vibe that we get during these night games with the lights and the fans. Uh, you know, especially Thursday night, we were planning on sipping a little bit, right? We were going to booze a little bit more. Thursday night is not like Tuesday, and there was plenty of people drinking in there last night on a Tuesday. I was telling stories last night on the fan about how I took the train, and I saw this group of guys carrying their boy off the train, like literally uh, his feet off the ground, about four guys carrying this dude off the train. One of his friends had to run back and get his wallet that fell out of his pocket. I'm like, oh, he slumped. He, he got tossed at the game. He drank everything on a Tuesday night for the Yankees. But, hey, if you're young or in college or something, you got nothing to do the next day, good for you. Maybe it's a day drinking party, a Friday, uh, kick off the weekend. We go watch Nasty Nestor at 1 o'clock in the Bronx. That's fine. But uh, I'm still not bailing out MLB for the planning of all this. I'm still looking at the planning of all this, and and there's questions about weather and going up against the NFL. And I don't know. I feel like if you're going to build in these off days, they could have been built in a little smarter. How are you going to build in an off day between two home games and then uh, now rain pushes <laughs> that second home day, a home game back Friday, and now you don't have an off day between game two, three, four, and potentially five. And... Game two is in New York, games three and four are in Ohio, and potentially game five in New York. It does not seem like uh, the best plan of action, but that's baseball here. You know, that's what that's where we are now with baseball. They changed some things up. They're figuring it out. It's a trial run. I think it's here to stay, but I already said men make plans and the baseball gods laugh. Some people are rooting for chaos, right? I'm looking at this Phillies game. Zach Wheeler, former Met, doing his thing. Not going to jinx them, end of the third. Um, it's scoreless in Atlanta, but I was just talking to Ack. I'm like, okay, Ack, the Braves are the defending world champs. Their manager already talked about, well, we were off for five days. They they were hot. If you watch the Braves, how they w- were playing at 115 win pace, right? They were winning more games than the Dodgers. 
from June 1st on. They were hot to end the season. They swept the Mets. They did what they had to do um, against the Marlins. They probably wanted to keep that momentum going. But five days off, cooled them off a little bit. The Phillies punched them in the mouth right away. 20 minutes into that game, they were down 2-0. The Phillies take that first game 7-6. Now here we are in a game that was delayed three hours. So if you thought they were cold coming into the first game yesterday, (laughs) they're cold going into this game too. They got beat yesterday, and they had to sit around for an extra three hours in the clubhouse, and now they're playing this game. And the way that this game is looking, Zach Wheeler versus Kyle Wright, um... Yeah, it could be one of those games that come down to just one run or uh, a big homer or, uh, you know, it's a game of inches, man. I'm I'm interested. I'm watching. But I think the Braves, imagine the Braves go down 2-0 to, to the Phillies, an in-division rival. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to blame the new format. They're going to blame the five days off. They're going to blame uh, w- weather and uh, scheduling, right? They didn't get a day off. The NL is playing back-to-back days. And I, I guess there's stuff with TV. I haven't mentioned that, too, with, like, these games being on Fox, FS1, TBS. There's definitely some things with the scheduling and um, these TV networks that play into why they scheduled the games where they did. But I think, you know, I kinda, I'm kind of i rooting for the Phillies. <laughs> I kind of want to see the Phillies go up 2-0. And all of these cocky Braves fans, all of these Braves fans that talk about their team as if they've already won, right, and all of these – analysts and people in baseball that that picked the Braves to repeat. I forget who said that when I was on MLB Network. I'm like, people don't repeat anymore. What are you talking about? That's one of the best things about baseball, the parody in baseball. We don't know who's going to win. And there are no teams going back-to-back anymore. Like the Astros and Dodgers might be able to get to -to back-to-back World Series, but we haven't had a back-to-back World Series winner since the Yankees won three in a row. I don't expect the Braves to do it this year. Look where they're at right now. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Let's get some other voices involved. My guy, Mike, in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, Monmouth County on both sides of the phone. What's up, man? What's going on, Keith? How are you? I'm great. Doing the sports talk, sports, and more sports. So, all right, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I am not a Garrett Cole fan. I'm a, I'm a huge Yankee fan, and I bleed pinstripes. That man just rubs me the wrong way. Understood. And I was a little annoyed. <laughs> I was a little annoyed. I felt like it was an ego decision that we had to start Cole in game one. But I'm going to be honest with you. After watching him last night, um, I don't think the way he pitched last night, he survives playing pitching against the Astros or even, for that matter, pitching against the Mariners that deep into the game. So here I am sitting myself. I'm saying, you know what? Now we're running out our true number one Cortez against their number one Bieber. And I think that's a matchup that we've beat up Bieber a little bit in the past. I think that works out for us. And uh, I'm also going to say, I think it works out a little bit for us with the rain coming because hear me out on this. Now I know it's a negative that we don't get to get, bring Nestor back, you know, pretend in, in, in a game five, but now he's lined up. Well, you know, again, weather permitting, he's lined up for a game one start against what looks like the Astros after the Mariners implosion last night. Mm. And I couldn't ask, I couldn't trust anybody more to go up against what is probably going to be Verlander uh, against the Astros than, than, than Nestor Cortez. I'm with you. I haven't started thinking that far ahead. I'm kind of taking it, like I was saying before, you know, finish your food, like course by course. Like, uh, I know. But I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. It. 
I would love I'm to see Nestor the, get the I'm opportunity. Touching, I'm trying not to touch the money. I'm sniffing a little bit of the money, but I got I got to say I think it lines up a little bit better for us this way. Everything happens for a reason. Universe never unconnects. Maybe that's already written in the stars. Maybe that's why the rain is going to hit. Nestor pitches Friday, and then the Yankees advance, and he's lined up for game one. Be pumped for that. That's all I can hope for, man. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Mike. Um, <laughs> it's funny, man. With Garrett Cole, uh, last night I said we, we're, we're building Cole up. Do not call me to hate on Cole tonight. I don't care how you feel about him. I don't care how you feel about his regular season. He did the job tonight. And the reason that I said that is because I watched him closely. He could have panicked. He could have crumbled. He could have self-destruct. We've seen it all year, right? He got into a little bit of trouble, some errors behind him, uh, not getting the balls and strike calls that he wanted, and he could have gave it all away. But he 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 had a different demeanor about him last night. Uh, I think I jokingly said something like maybe they had the mental health coach talk to him or the sports psychiatrist because all season we've seen him get rattled and, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. He tightened up last night. He didn't give it up. And he was getting big outs in that stadium. When you hear that two strikes whale, supposed to be the Imperial Star Wars sound or whatever, uh, uh, to wake fans up, we were all awake. We don't need that sound. And if you're around me in the stadium, two strikes, two outs. I'm standing. I'm clapping. I'm telling everybody, hey, get up. Pick him up. Will him to throw a strike. Strike him out. Garrett Cole was getting big strikeouts with two strikes, two outs to end the inning last night, and it was energizing the crowd. That roar of the crowd, he was feeling that, right? You strike a guy out, yeah, and you go to the dugout feeling good about yourself, and then that energy carries over. You give up a home run, not a problem. I was on Twitter like, whatever. We knew that was coming, right? We knew Garrett Cole was going to give up a, a solo shot or a bomb. At least it was a solo shot. Go get that run back. Harrison Bader immediately goes and gets that run back. Keith McPherson on the fan. We've got plenty to talk about. 877-337-6666. I'll be right back after this. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Rocking and rolling on the fan. Let's keep it moving. Keep McPherson checking in. This is KM to AM, a five-hour show from 7 p.m. 
to 12 a.m. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for calling up. Uh, we'll get some more people on the phone. The way that it's set up, it's like uh, when we get later in the hour and close to the top of the hour, I'm not going to put you on and have to rush you off, and then we go to break. So uh, we're in the middle now, so I think it's a good time to take calls, and the calls will probably take us in different directions, but we're pretty much talking about the New York Yankees. They're still playing, so we're talking about these uh, off days and this rain coming and what we expect to happen tomorrow night before game two. I expect game two to be pushed to Friday at one o'clock. I may be wrong. We'll see what Mother Nature thinks about that. Who knows? It's New York, though. It's going to rain. We're used to it, but I know they don't want to move these postseason games. We'll see how it affects the series. Uh, On one hand, I think it could affect the series uh, where it gives Cleveland a little bit of an advantage. They have their ace going tomorrow, and the Yankees have their ace going, too. Uh, Nestor Cortez is an ace in his own right. If you've been listening, you heard, uh, I think it was Mike, the last caller, say that you know Nestor is his guy, and uh, I think Nestor could be the ace of a lot of staffs in Major League Baseball, so it'll be him versus Bieber, but uh, let's say the Guardians take that game, and then they've got two games at home with their you know second and third guys on the mound. Uh, it's out there in Ohio at Progressive Field. You never know. You can't predict baseball, and uh, I expect chaos with the weather and with how MLB scheduled this. I feel like not that much thought was put into what can happen, especially with these off days. And I also don't think too much thought was put in to um, what they're going up against. There's all of this money in in baseball as far as the bidding, right? You saw ESPN get the wild card round. and We've got TBS and Fox and FS1 uh, with the division round. And, well, the, M- the NFL is going to be on tomorrow night. The NFL is going to be on Sunday night. Uh, the NFL is on Monday night. I feel like those should have been the days built in for off days, not to go up against the king. The NFL is king in this country. I uh, know MLB is fighting to get viewers and grow the game and uh, trying to get more people to watch. I feel like you got to think about those things, right? Put the game on when NFL is not on. This is October. We're going into week six already. We'll do some football talk uh, a little later on. Uh, but let's keep it with the Yankees conversation. Tell me what you thought about the game last night. I was on late after the game. I came on at about 12, was on till 2. So I pretty much put all my thoughts out there, what I saw being at the game. I think I might be the only host from WFAN that was physically at the game last night. And I bounced around different sections, uh, got a, a you know pretty good feel for you know how the stadium sounded and looked and how the fans uh, were feeling last night. It was packed, everyone standing. I'm glad the Yankees got a win uh, against the Guardians, who it's funny, right? The Guardians won their division. The Guardians won the first round in two games against Tampa. Tampa is a team that has gone to the World Series in the last couple years. Tampa won the American East last year. Uh, but when when you see the Guardians lose to the Yankees, some people take the approach of, oh, it's just Cleveland. Oh, it's just the Guardians. Oh, of course they're not going to beat the Yankees. Oh, now they're not a formidable opponent? Okay. Um, well, I think they are. I think they've got uh, MVP candidate in Jose Ramirez over there. The guy gets MVP votes almost every year. They've got young talent. They're the youngest team in baseball. Guys like Stephen Kwan, uh, Will Brennan, um, and then Terry Francona. You can't count him out. He's one of the best managers in baseball. So they are a good opponent. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, the Yankees are supposed to beat them. Yeah, they are. But uh, this is Major League Baseball. This is the the tournament. These, These are the best teams and best pitchers in baseball. They got here for a reason. So... Let's keep it going, man. Uh, I'd like to see the Yankees sweep. I'd like to see the Yankees 
uh, get this series over and not play a game five Monday in the Bronx, especially now with potentially two off days in the middle of the series. Right. We're going from the Yankees being off five days, playing last night, stadium turned up, club going up on a Tuesday, lights flickering, theatrics, all of that, uh, all that momentum, right? The Yankees score four runs. That's more than the Guardians have scored in the three postseason games they've played. And um, <laughs> here we are now. It, it ties how many runs they've had. They they had two runs in their first game, one run in their second game, one run in this third game last night. And the Yankees scored four runs uh, in their first game. They should handle the Guardians. And we expect them to. We expect them to advance and possibly play the Houston Astros. But we can't get ahead of ourselves. I think the main conversation tonight that we've been having is around the scheduling, the off days, and what's going to happen here with the weather I don't know. Let me know if you have tickets for tomorrow, if you're planning on going to the game. Josh from the Bronx called, and we talked about, hey, maybe Friday with better better weather, no rain, turns into a day game, but we still get a good crowd. You know, the business people in New York decide to take off lunch and uh, head out there and make their way to Yankee Stadium for a 1 o'clock Nestor Cortez start and root the Yankees on. I think they can get, you know, 35,000, 40,000. Might, might not be. You know, the same scene that we saw last night, it most likely won't be. There were 48,000 people in attendance last night. Place was crazy. But that doesn't mean the Yankees can't go out there and win a day game with Nestor on the mound and uh, 40,000 in attendance. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Back to the phones we go. Victor is in the Bronx. Victor, you are on the fan. Uh, Good evening, Keith. Good evening. Um, Appreciate you. Um, Just a couple of quick... Um, comments, and I'd like to hear your take on it. But um, first of all, um, Tollison and, and I can't. Matter of fact, first, if Anthony, it wasn't for Anthony Rizzo, glove and bat, we would. I don't know what would be last night with that game because he he picked up a, a, a lot. Everybody, a, yeah. A Glad he's team. healthy. He definitely could use those five days. Uh, he is a big part of the Yankees team. Um, on both sides of the ball. I'm with you. Yeah, so Collison and IKF, they're getting on my last nerve for for different reasons. I think everybody knows that. And um, Boom has to figure out a way to get Carpenter in the game at Yankee Stadium for a left-hander against right-handed pitcher because, I mean, I mean, I don't understand why Stanton cannot sit down against right-handers. I mean, we need – to know what Carpenter has. And the only place it's, gonna, it's better for him to do it is against right-handers at Yankee Stadium with the sh- with the short push. So yeah. I don't understand why Boone can't figure out a way to get him in the lineup. Didn't need him last night necessarily. I expect to see him in game two potentially. But that might mean it's a closer game or a tight game situation. And we don't need tight games. Giancarlo Stanton is a former MVP. Giancarlo Stanton is an all-star. He's the MVP of this year's all-star game. Giancarlo Stanton is a guy that we've seen go crazy in October, right? He yeah, carried he the team in October. He, he strikes out too much. He yeah, but you need contact. him. We need people in there that can You need him contact. in that lineup. You need him in that lineup. You 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 can win ball games with. Right-handers, Keith. We need it. Why not? I've got I've got a little bit I've got a little bit more respect for Giancarlo Stanton than that, and his price tag. They're going to keep him in there. They're not paying Matt Carpenter much. Uh, much. He he uh, you know he he'll be off the bench. Like he he will be in the game at some point. But he's a guy that also hasn't played in a month. We, we, we can't look at Matt Carpenter and say he should be DHing against. But we got to see what he has. We have to see 
How are we going to get we him? We know what he has. what he has. We know what he has. He he's very good. We we saw him come in and uh, he went he went off right. Like but he's been but he's been off for a long time. So that's why I'm saying you can't just sit John Carlos Stanton or or think that you throw in Matt Carpenter in a pinch hit spot at DH or whatever. Like Stanton's got to he's got to hit. He can't be striking out. He's got to hit. And I I know he can hit home runs. Um, I know that that he turns it on in October. So I got a little faith in him. Thanks for the call, Victor. Uh, Matt Carpenter broke his foot. We haven't seen him play in over a month. He is a great option to have off the bench, but I am not pressed to see him take at-bats away from John Carlos Stan. I don't care if it's left-handed pitching, right-handed pitching. These are two things that we all know about John Carlos Stan. He hits rockets. He hits bombs. And uh, he's done it in October. He's proved himself in October. We saw him for one game last night. Let's not forget the game's... Um, leading up to the end of the season where he had some big home runs and some big moments. Um, John Carlos Stanton is a, a proven veteran and a pro. And like I said, an MVP and an all-star you need him in that lineup, right? I don't see anyone talking about judge, right? And you shouldn't because all the respect in the world to judge MVP, but he struggled last night too. It's one game and it's also the first game. It's the first postseason game that these guys have played in Yankee stadium in three years. We just got to slow our roll on this. Like, we hope that the Yankees make a long run where they win 11 games and are crowned the champions. Can't uh, can't look at one game and be like, well, what's up with Carpenter now? He's there. He's ready. And I'm sure they're, they're ready to deploy him when they need him. But uh, as far as your starting lineup, Matt Carpenter broke his foot. He hasn't He hasn't been in a game in over a month. He's not taking bats away from John Carlos Stanton, who has been active and who has hit the ball out of the park and who has made it a, a huge impact in October. In my opinion, in my opinion, what do I know though? Nick is in the Bronx. Next up on the fan, you got it, Nick. Hey, what's going on? I'm from Connecticut, but I'm over here in Hunts Point in the Bronx working. Hey. So I completely agree with you. They should be playing tonight. I mean, the stadium was electric last night. Why are we gonna all sit here? with nothing to do tonight, and then tomorrow's Thursday night football. Tomorrow should have been the off day, and then if tomorrow was an off day, the other off day would have been on Sunday with Sunday night football. So it would have worked <laughs> out perfectly like that. But Yeah, whatever. seems simple now, right? Seems <laughs> seems like uh, when you go back to the drawing board, how did they miss this? Yeah, exactly. But you know what? When we, when we play them next, I think we're going to beat them. We're going to go up 2 nothing, And then when we go to Cleveland, I think we're going to take a game in Cleveland, too and uh, move on to whoever we see in the, in the championship series. I'm really hoping it's the Astros because I think this is going to be the year of sweet, sweet revenge. Um, I'm, t- I'm so tired of watching Chapman give up the game-winning re- walk-off home run. He did it in 2019, and then he did it again in 2020. And my heart was just broken He's two done. years in a row. And, yeah, and good riddance. He's on the roster now, thank goodness. So he's kicked off the team, actually, I'm pretty sure. But uh, So I'm so happy we don't have him on the roster. I think this is going to be the year's sweet revenge. I know they beat us up during the season, but they beat us up in when? August, when we had like a 30% winning percentage for the entire month. We were down. We have Carpenter back. We might get Ben Intendi back. Uh, I, Cole and Cortez are going to go nuts. I think this is going to be the year where we defeat the Astros. And sure. The World Series is going to be tough, but. I think we're going to get there. I like to believe that, too. And I and I like to throw in that Harrison Bader did not face the Houston Astros. Oswaldo Cabrera did not face the Houston Astros. 
They're going to be facing Aaron Judge. That is a 62 home run Aaron Judge, right? They're going to be facing, you know, a healthy Anthony Rizzo. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the chance for the Yankees to have revenge against the Astros. Yeah, and then one of their bullpen guys also broke his finger uh, in the locker room when they were celebrating, and he's not going to be able to pitch for him. so they're down a guy. I mean, I don't know how good he was, but... No, but it, it weakens their uh, their bullpen. What was uh, Phil Matten? Something like that? Phil Matone? Phil Matten? Um, I, I, I am familiar with him, but not that familiar, and I do remember reading, I just looked it up, uh, I suffered a fractured finger. Um, it's not like he was, you know, their main guy, but it weakens their bullpen, just like our bullpen has been weakened, losing Scott Efros. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Still a lot to happen in both series. The Yankees have to win. Thanks for the call, Nick. The Astros have to win. But uh, I was saying last night, you know, because some people are still playing that game. You know, they're playing it in the beginning. Who do you want, the Guardians or the Rays? I don't care. Whoever. Who do you want, the the Astros or the Mariners? And a lot of that talk was floating around Yankee Stadium yesterday. Because we were watching a game. I was at the bodega. They had it on in the back of the bodega. The Mariners were up. So the chatter was like, oh, yo, you see the Astros? Yo, did you see Verlander? Yo, Verlander struggled. Verlander got rocked. Four four innings, ten hits, giving it up. Oh, I don't know. Yo, the Mariners are hot. The Mariners won that first series in two games. They came all the way back and handled the Blue Jays. Now they're handling the Astros. And then the Astros scored two in the eighth, three in the third, come back and win, and take all the momentum in that series. They bail Justin Verlander out. I think it's going to be tough for the Mariners to win three games before the Astros uh, win two more games. Expect to see the Astros. That's the one versus two seed. That's what that's what you should want. Um, I don't know if you guys played sports, but I use my own experience. You know, growing up, playing sports, when you're getting to high school and they start ranking teams and players, I used to read the paper. I used to go get the paper and see where I was ranked or where my – School was ranked, and I wanted to face the best players. I wanted to face the best teams. I wanted to face, you know, the top-ranked guys, the guys with scholarships, guys with, with offers, because that's where you prove yourself. You don't want to face the easier team. You want to be the best. You have to beat the best. And the Astros have been the best team in the, in the American League. The Yankees have been eliminated by the Astros in 2015, 17, and 19. It has to come back around. And why can't it be this year? This is a different style tournament. This is a different-looking Yankees team defensively, pitching, a uh, bunch of different things. Why can't the Yankees get their revenge this year? I think they can. Forget the regular season. The regular season has nothing to do with October, in my opinion. It was months ago. There's different guys in different positions. There's more team chemistry. These guys have gone through some things, right? Please don't forget that they went through this whole Aaron Judge chase together. They also, after the Astros series, collapsed some. <laughs> they struggled a lot. And they had to pull themselves out of that. And that took a lot from this team to say, hey, we're not going out like that. We're not going to lose this division. They are a different ball club than they were when the Houston Astros no hit them. And uh, anything can happen in October. So looking forward to it. I would love it to be Yankees, Astros, ALCS, Yankees win in six, Yankees win in seven. I can't do another year where uh, the Yankees are eliminated by the cheating Astros. That would suck. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan right back after this. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Not wasting any time on this, man. I'm keeping eyes on... Major League Baseball, basketball, Knicks up 70-64. Brooklyn Nets rolling as well. But breaking news in the uh, NLDS out in L.A. The Padres fight back. Manny Machado just hit a first-inning home run off of Clayton Kershaw. The Padres are up 1-0. We have a score. (laughs) We have a score in... The Dodgers game before we have a score in the Philly-Atlanta game, which was supposed to start at 435. And I had already said what I expected this to be after the first inning, third inning. Um, Zach Wheeler versus Kyle Wright. Right now it's scoreless. Um, They're in the bottom of the fifth. And um, there's three hits total in that game. So (laughs) the story is kind of right in itself, right? I already talked about Brian Snicker, the manager of the Braves, saying, hey, these guys were off for five days. They were hot. I I told you on WFAN or maybe MLB Network, I'm like, there's going to be a team affected in this first-round buy. There's going to be a team that the, the that goes cold. The first-round buy is not going to be good for them. And that's happening right now to the defending champs. The Phillies, if you remember, hung around in that first game against the Cardinals. It was similar to this type of game. And then they poured it on once they got to the bullpen in in the ninth inning and stole that game. This is setting up to be a similar type game. I know Mets fans are watching this Phillies-Braves game. It's tight right now. Three hits. You know, Wheeler was rolling. He just gave up his first hit. And uh, it's a two-hitter and a one-hitter. Kyle Wright has given up two hits. Wheeler has given up one. It's tight. These guys have been sitting for three hours waiting for this game to start after the Braves... Hadn't played for five days, and the Phillies are coming off two big wins on the road in St. Louis. It's it's interesting. I'm rooting for the chaos. Imagine the Phillies go up 2-0 in Atlanta. All you're going to hear tonight into tomorrow is criticism from the Braves fans about this new format and uh, 
what has happened here. And at least, right, you know, they're able to play the game. The rain just delayed the game. So they're cold. But here in New York, we're expecting rain to not delay the game. We're expecting rain to postpone the game and move the, the game another day where the Yankees were off five days, had a great start game one, taking game one in front of their fans, turned up, energy, um, a 4-1 win, and now they potentially have two, two days off before they get back on the field, which is like a, a huge reset in my opinion. It's like, okay, uh, we were off five days. We played one game. We had some momentum. We got to feel what the environment was like. The players call it heaven. Well, then they take two days off from heaven, and then they get a little bit turned down environment with a 1 p.m. day game Friday without, you know, all of the lights and uh, drunk fans. It's, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I still have faith in the Yankees. I still definitely have faith in Nestor Cortez, but the Guardians are rolling Shane Bieber out there. They're a young team, and uh, they have a good manager, and they might take advantage of this. Uh, what I really hope is that these guys get too comfortable in New York tonight um, and then tomorrow night, and maybe they party a little bit. Maybe they get into some things that they're not supposed to get into. They're young guys, right? Youngest team in MLB. And uh, maybe they have a little bit too too much fun with the time off here in New York, and they're not focused. And the Yankees are able to take the game Friday at 1 and then roll into progressive field over the weekend, take one more game, and come back Monday um, or even come back Sunday and not have to play another game in Yankee Stadium. Now, Looking at the game from last night, we haven't talked too much about the things, but I feel like they were talked about enough today on WFAN. I said I was on last night after the post game, so I, I, I was on for two hours. I talked about Oswaldo Cabrera's catch and his hat being knocked off, and the fans there, and you know the fans that didn't grab that home run ball with Josh Donaldson, and Josh Donaldson being thrown out and not being surprised. Like this is what Josh Donaldson does. He's always about pimping, pimping. He's got to pimp a home run. He's got to style it. He's got to look good in the slow-mo cam. Uh, I don't care if Boone talks to him. He's a grown man. He's a former MVP as well, a guy that's been in this league. Josh Donaldson is going to do what Josh Donaldson does. The bringer of rain, he doesn't bring that much rain, but he brings this, like, energy and, uh, you know, this way of playing the game that – we don't always like, I, I know myself, I'm not a huge Josh Donaldson guy. I, I told Paulie last night, I'm like, he's not my guy, bro. I, I had a quote on BXB where I'm like, he shouldn't even be on this team. Um, he has contributed with his glove. He has had some big home runs, some walk-off moments, but I could do without the hot dogging. I could do without the styling. We need you to hustle. This is the postseason, right? I seen this guy style line drive to center field. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> Run, get out of the box and run. But I don't know, maybe Boone will chat with him or has already chatted with him and will say, hey, cut it out. We can't have another one of those in October. You got to go. Every base is important. You can't get thrown out. Now, let's go to the phones. We've got a few people that want to talk. Josh Donaldson on the fan. Let's go to Westchester. James, you got it. You're up. Hey, Keith. What's up, man? Huge fan. My boy Dan Federico put me on. So happy he did. Been oh, shout out to Dan. Out. Yeah, uh, Dan Dan and I have been on Yankees Twitter for years, and uh, he's always been supportive, so that's that's good to hear. Yeah, so I know what you just said, but Donaldson for me, you know, obviously an unpopular opinion, but the dude's glove, he probably had a, like almost a gold glove caliber year at third. The defense in the first inning was a huge, I mean, First minus game, some of those throws. It. Minus some of those throws. He doesn't. He didn't have a Gold Glove year, but he's been solid. He's he he has been good at third. Uh, I, I won't take that away from him. 
But I, I almost love the villain, right? Like, someone's got to take that on. Sure. And, you know, he gets the brunt of the media. We're supposed to be a little bit of villains in New York. I love, like, someone's got to do it, and I think he takes the brunt I, off a lot of guys. Not to cut you of off. With the whole uh, Jackie and Tim Anderson, I defended him. I'm like, hey, he's an agitator. And uh, he had been calling Tim Anderson that for years, and he used it against him to get under his skin. And the Yankees were beating him, and it worked, whatever. And I had said this about him. You add that guy in this clubhouse after he called out Garrett Cole last year, that to me was Brian Cashman trying to shake the room. That was Brian Cashman saying, hey, this is business. Uh, We're going to add this guy in here that has a reputation in MLB where a lot of guys don't like him. Uh, Some guys think he's an a-hole, but whatever. He's going to shake up the clubhouse, and uh, we'll see what it does. So So, so far, so good, right? The Yankees are a first-place team, won the division, got the bye. They won their first game in in the postseason, and Josh Donaldson played a part in that last night. Couldn't agree more. And, you know, he's he's a glove, but he's a dude who can hit homers out too. You know, you don't want to see that guy in the bottom of the ninth. You have a lot of teams who have guys in the lineup who you're not that afraid of. It's the, the postseason. You don't want to see Josh Donaldson. Chicks <laughs> dig the long ball. That home run can win you games in October. That's why he's in the lineup. Couldn't agree more, Keith. Thanks for so much for taking my call, man. Best of luck. Thanks for the call. Let's go to uh, – oh, this guy dropped off. See, so <laughs> I had a caller that liked Josh Donaldson, and I had a caller that hated Josh Donaldson. So I queued it up with me hating on Josh Donaldson, went to the caller that liked Josh Donaldson, and planned to go back to the caller that didn't like Josh Donaldson, but he disappeared. Hmm. Let's switch gears then. Let's go and talk about Garrett Cole with Damon from Greenwich, Connecticut. What's up, Damon? You live by hey, Garrett Cole on, out Keith? there? You, you Garrett Cole's neighbor? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Hey, who's, I'm uh, Gerardi and uh, O'Neal's neighbor up here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. See them all the time. Yeah, Gerardi actually goes to the gym I'm at. <laughs> I know a lot of Yankees live up in that area. I know Cole lives up there, too. Well, I'm originally from Jersey City. I just live up here. I work in Jersey City still. I call you all the time. And I say Jersey City, but I'm not on nights no more. I'm just glad that I got you. I downloaded the fan app just so I can listen to you now. Nice. Got us on the Odyssey app. Jersey City, Chill Town. That's where I stay. Cool. So, um... About Cole, like last night, I'm watching the game, right? And I'm just like, you know, as it's going on, he got through the first, and then when he gave up the home run, and then when he got into that jam, I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna lose it, he's gonna lose it. But the composure he kept, because there were so many opportunities for him to just, you know, implode, but he didn't. And I'm like, this is this is what we pay for, right here. This is it. And um, you know, he was getting some bad calls, of course, the errors, but he stuck it out. He stuck it out, and I'm like, yes, this is what we need. This is what we need from him, and he got through, man. He got through. I got a little nervous when the bullpen came in. I'm not going to lie, but uh, they did their job. They got the eight outs. Yep. And, of course, what I want to say is uh, the energy that, that uh, Cabrera and, and – and, um, oh, God, sorry. I just <laughs> lost my train of thought. Vader brings. I think that's going to mean a lot going forward. You know what I mean? Of Those course. two, it's just something about their energy. It's just, you know what I mean? Of course. It, it could have been Joey Gallo in left field and Aaron Hicks in center field. It could have been Miguel Andujar in left field. And you know what I'm saying? Like, to go into this postseason and Oswaldo Cabrera is in left and Harrison Bader is in center, uh, going into the season, no one predicted that. Yeah, I got a question for you, Keith. Now, I got tickets for tomorrow's game. Um, I keep hearing you. I just I got on a little late, but I keep hearing you say about 1 o'clock, the makeup game. Is that uh, in writing, is no, that definite? One o'clock. That's just me texting 
people that I know in the Yankees universe and almost everybody that I've talked to inside of the Yankees universe, whether reporters, fans, people that cover the Yankees, they think because, it, you know, it's a Friday game. Well, we're all thinking this. It's a 100% chance it's going to rain tomorrow. Slim chance yeah. that they're able to play the game tomorrow night. They have to push the game to Friday. It's not going to be a night game because they have to travel to Ohio. We're all expecting it to be a day game. What's the earliest they'll play a day game? 105 on Friday. Maybe it's at 205 Friday. Um, but that's just what we're coming up with. Nothing has been announced. Nothing is in writing. We are all just making assumptions because we're looking at the, the weather. The weather says it's going to rain for like 12 hours. Yeah. All right, I got one more question before I go, Keith. And I know this is all about the Yankees, but you and Jerry, the only two I know that are Cowboy fans, what do you think is <laughs> our chances Sunday night with this defense? <laughs> I think they have a, a chance because of the defense, right? The Dallas Cowboys defense is the only defense that hasn't given up multiple touchdowns. And then when you look at the Eagles offense, man, they can go. Uh, with Jalen Hurts running the ball, with Jalen Hurts throwing the ball to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders running it, like it's going to be a heavyweight battle. Um, I think so. It's going to come down to Cooper Rush, right? All this talk about Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush. And they came out and said, yeah, Cooper Rush, we're preparing to start him and not Dak. Well, this is going to be the best team that Cooper Rush has has faced this season. This will be the real challenge. Can he keep Dallas in the game? They're going to run the ball. Tony Pollard has been amazing. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has been decent. But it's going to come down to Cooper Rush making the throws that he has to make on third down and in big moments. The defense is going to be there. Micah Parsons is going to be there. That D-line is going to be there. Uh, Javon Curse is back. Like the, the Cowboys we'll defense the is going to be crowd. there. Yes, Armstrong. But hey, Keith, man, thanks a lot, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, hopefully I run into you uh, Friday at the stadium, man. <laughs> I'll see you there. Thanks for the call, Damon. We got to go to break and the update. Marco is in here. He's going to tell you some stuff. Let's hit that break right now. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 
Toyota. Let's go places.